to another episode of Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Erin Page, and today we're talking with Grayson Starbuck, a physical therapist and owner of Armor Physical Therapy, which is pretty unique in that the therapy services actually come to the patient. Welcome, Grayson. Hey, Erin. Thanks for having me. So, Grayson, you are a native Oklahoman. You're a doctor of physical therapy and certified strength and conditioning specialist. You're also a husband, dad of two boys, and a business owner. So like all these Metro parents, you have all these responsibilities right now. And I want to start with asking, what has it been like for you to fulfill all these roles during this pandemic? Well, um, it's made me realign some things for sure. Uh, you know, moving away from things that may be not as important and more towards some things that might be more important in that, you know, trying to prioritize the things that here and now, you know, need to be done versus later on. Uh, I've had to close some doors and open some doors. For my kids, it's been great. Um, I've spent some more time with them, so that's been really fun. Uh, going from a certain work schedule, waking up at 5 a.m. and leaving the house at 6 and then getting back around 6.30, you know, it's a... Uh, it's been it's been kind of eye-opening for what I should have been doing probably before. So for me, it's been good in those ways, but obviously with the economic stuff going on, not so much, um, not so much ideal, but yeah, it's been, uh, we'll say realigning, but not terrible. I mean, trying to see the positive in things, you know, and trying to find ways to grow from it. So that's been, that's been productive in that sense. That's great. I think, um, We've talked a lot as a staff about how helpful it is to just try to stop and see what those silver linings have been throughout all of this. And, and there absolutely are some. Um, we've kind of been forced, like you said, to realign and think about what's important. So tell me, when did you open Armor Physical Therapy and what inspired you to want to open your own business? Well, um, it actually was more for fun at first. Uh, I was always planning on doing this eventually I never knew when it would happen but um I'm always kind of finding that next fun thing to create the next project um this one I would argue is probably the most important one that I've created and the most uh sensible to create and as far as it being applicable to real life but this is something that uh I was kind of holding on to not really planning on on working with a lot until this year and things started happening I thought well this is the right time um, originally, I started into this because I knew that my future was in another company I'm also running in Enid, Oklahoma, which I didn't mention that to you before, but my family and I own a home care company in Enid. It's non-medical home care, and that has slowed down in some ways, but also sped up in some ways, too. And so I was at a current place doing PT as a contract physical therapist, and um, I told them, hey, I need more time with this other company um, in Enid, which was which was, you know, and still is the same priority, but, you know, doing this um, obviously was something that naturally made sense as a transition because, you know, the company is me. Um, I'm able to set the schedule to where I can find time in the day to be able to um, get stuff done on that end with my other family business. So it was pretty much sprouted out of necessity with things being how they are, but uh, yeah, it, it, the times we're in, it's one of those positive things that have come out of it, I think. It was kind of forced into existence sooner than I planned on it being there, but it's been, it's been great so far. It's been, it's been really surprising for how much it's picked up, so. 
And tell me about this concept of physical therapy services that come to the patient rather than patients traveling to an office. I, I can imagine that model has been really beneficial, especially right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was creating, like I told you, it was more of a kind of a fun creation where I was like, hey, this would be ni nice to have this company to do this and this with. And I thought, okay, what are the main complaints that I hear or what are the main barriers of people even beginning PT in the first place? And the main thing that I've heard from people is, is time. You know, making it happen. Everyone's super busy. Even now, we have all this extra time, but do we really? Because we're finding other things to get done. You know, we're trying to we're trying to manage the kids. We're trying to get time to pick up groceries. All these different things, and trying to find time to hoard the toilet paper. You know, <laughs> everyone's busy. Um, so for me, I thought, okay, where are the main barriers to receiving physical therapy, and that in good physical therapy, because there's PTs in every in every corner of the of the you know, Oklahoma Metro, there are tons of clinics everywhere, but finding the right PT is tough and finding the closest PT that's the right PT is even tougher. So I thought, okay, the main barrier I can eliminate with this is distance and time on the road. So I want to make it a mobile PT company. I come to you, I come to your office, I come to your house, your gym, your running trail, wherever. So that hour of commuting or that half hour preparing to get the kids ready to be dropped off to a babysitter, all that's gone. Um, Another thing that I wanted to do is make it to where uh, the patient is in charge of their health care. Um, they're not limited to certain rules for how many PTs they can receive or what they're allowed to get out of treatment or how long they have to wait or what hoops they have to jump through. I wanted to eliminate that. So uh, my concept is designed around accommodating that as well. And I also wanted to make the PT um, accessible from multiple avenues. Um, that's why I implemented the telehealth program that I'm doing now. I call it telephysio. Mm. Uh, you know, you can get a consult on the internet. Now, actually doing a legitimate evaluation, I do those in person, but I'm always free to have people talk to me to say, hey, I have this going on. Is this, you know, sensible for PT to address this? So I've designed um, my little home office area here mm -hmm. to accommodate that. I have a little multi-camera setup. It's pretty neat. Um, but yeah, the main thing uh, for me was time, accessibility, and um, those are the main two uh, things that I designed it around and everything else just kind of fell into place. Uh, I wanted to feel like it was a fun job, not just work. I didn't want to feel like work. I wanted to feel like a creative project. Um, that's how my brain works, like to build things. So um, I knew that eventually with doing a good job and providing excellent care to people that all the stuff that comes along with building a business would happen on its own. Be slower probably, but it would be a more firm foundation. That was my philosophy going into it. And, uh, it's uh, playing out pretty accurately so far, I would say. That's great. I can see how beneficial those kinds of services would be, especially for busy parents. Um, speaking of busy parents, our staff has all been talking about how much tension we've all been carrying right now, how much more we're noticing pain in our upper back, neck, shoulders, even our jaws. Um, so we've talked about you know, the stress that we're all living under in this pandemic plus trying to cobble together these makeshift workplaces in our homes and probably more frequent lifting of kids and babies right now. Um, so what's your take on why parents may really be noticing more tension and stress in their bodies right now? Well, I mean, there's always the emotional aspect of it being a stressful time, but as far as, uh, you know, what I can talk about, that's out of my scope, but uh, what I typically see in people is that when they change activities, uh, and they don't 
really reorient the way I think about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the chronicity of that, of maybe sitting at a different desk or maybe propping up face down on your bed to look at your computer versus sitting in a nice, you know, nicely situated ergonomic chair or desk set up. Like anything else, you change an activity over time, you do it for many hours in a row, you know, the body's going to break down if you're not positioned perfectly. And as you can probably agree, I mean, 99% of people don't know how to sit right. Mm. You know, if you sit wrong for multiple hours in a day, which we're all doing more often now, you know, whatever is going to give or might possibly give is going to be exposed. Um, my, my advice for that is uh, obviously uh, get up more often. Don't stay in one spot for a long period of time. Try to move around every so often. If that alleviates the issue, that could be more of a quick fix. But um, we're talking about a permanent problem. You know, many things like joint dysfunctions and muscle imbalances and um, areas of just weakness that may have honestly been there prior to um, the, the pandemic happening. You could just be being exposed right now. So really, you being still for so long having an issue, it could be revealing a problem that might be a way worse problem down the road. So in a lot of ways, we can look at it as an opportunity to fix something that need to be fixed anyways, but obviously people don't want to hurt. So that's not really that good of advice. It's more of a silver lining. <laughs> okay. Is that your question? Is that, yeah, is that what you yeah. wanted to hear? Okay. Yeah, that's great. Um, it makes sense that this situation that we're in could just exacerbate something that that's already there. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to setting up a home office, I know a lot of us, it was like, we, maybe we didn't even know that we were leaving our office for the last time and coming home to try to work. Um, and a lot of people, even as some businesses start to open back up, I know a lot of parents may still be working from home. So what, what advice could you give us on how do we set up an office environment in our home um, that, that promotes that good posture and will help us cut down on some of that stress and tension? Well, I'll tell you the most common thing I see with people sitting at a desk um, is neck pain and shoulder pain. So I'll address it from this standpoint. A lot of times when people are at a desk for so long and they're positioned in a certain way, what I usually see is that if you're right-handed, the shoulder dips down quite a bit, Mm -hmm. right? And you may have the arm more rotated inwards and the neck is often tilted sideways. Mm -hmm. So my advice is whatever you're doing, honestly, every computer has a camera. Pull the camera up every so often, look at yourself and see if you see one shoulder lower, your head tilted a certain way, try to find a way to get yourself as neutral as possible. And by the way, this is not uh, designed to be, you know, template medical advice. I don't want people to get that misconstrued. If you have a problem and it's confusing you, by all means, seek out medical advice. Um, this is more of a, you know, vanilla response to what is, you know, commonly seen. But mm-hmm. for me, I always tell people, I say, whatever you're doing, whenever you're doing it, if you have a picture of you when you're sitting how you're sitting, step it in half. If that looks the same on both sides, you're usually pretty good. Unless you have pain in both shoulders, which in that case, different animal. But for the most part, people have like one side neck pain or one side shoulder pain, right? So the best tool you have is right in front of you. Get your camera on the computer, turn it on, look at yourself. Are you aligned? Are the shoulders level? Are they, are they even? Is your neck side bent one direction? You know, that kind of stuff. Easy things that you can fix on your own without really needing to, to, to spend a lot of time and money. If it fixes you right there, you know, it could be an easy fix. Um, the other thing is that, with the same situation, neck, shoulder pain, we'll stay on that topic. That's the most common thing I hear. So um, my folks, when they reach their hand forward, their nose will kind of follow. Mm. Like there's a string on their thumb, like dragging their head forward. 
you know, maybe the desk is super deep, reaching back for an envelope or reaching back for a certain book. Um, my other piece of advice is don't let your hand lead your head, mm. right? Don't play puppeteer with your chin. Keep things back and still and try to bring things closer to you. And also make sure your monitor is at eye level. That's another important thing because if you're like this for so long or this for so long, our bodies aren't typically designed to go from one position at a nice desk to maybe a home desk to where you're going to compensate eventually. Muscles that aren't built to be uh, stabilizers are going to try to chip in. That's when you have compensations. You know, this muscle here in the front side of your neck, it's called your sternocleidomastoid muscle. That muscle, you see it really, really active on somebody. A lot of times they're holding on for dear life. They're mm -hmm. far forward. Things are grabbing. Joints are shearing. That's the person that hurts. That person's in your office. Tell them to go see a PT because uh, you could be saving them a lot of hurt down the road. There's just so many things. I mean, it's, it's not just like, hey, this hurts, do that. Everyone's super different. That's a hard thing. I told myself, you know, in this interview, I said, don't elaborate too much. Don't, don't, don't be super detailed because there's so many different roads you can go down here. But, you know, generally speaking, make sure you're neutral. Make sure you have the shoulders level. Bring things close to you. Eye level with the monitor. Get that camera on. Look at yourself every so often. That's great advice. And I'm doing that right after this interview. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's really smart though that there are some things that we can notice about ourselves and the way we're situating ourselves that um that could be a quick fix um you also mentioned getting up during the day stretching um walking around a little bit um that those are also good ways to just kind of get that tension and, and soreness out during the day definitely um, one of the things that you mentioned that I want to be sure to cover is um, some of what we're talking about is probably circumstantial. There may be some things that we can fix in terms of how we're sitting at our desks, but what are some telling signs or symptoms that um, pain that you're having couldn't, shouldn't be remedied at home and that somebody needs to seek out a physical therapist? Well, <clears throat> my general advice really, so PT, I'll categorize this as seeing as a medical professional. We'll say see a medical professional. And if it is PT related, I'll, I'll retract that and I'll clarify. But um, some common things I see that, you know, honestly, usually aren't due to a chronic thing like sitting at a desk that need to be addressed immediately. You know, pain down the arm, hand weakness, discoloration in the hands, um, issues with maybe having problems with vision or blurriness, those sorts of things. Although some of those things, you know, it's nearly impossible to have them develop from sitting at a desk. People could have prior injuries that could be worsened by being a physician. It makes them, you know, more vulnerable to have that maybe seemingly small symptom rear its ugly head to where it becomes more of a problem. You know, the, the last straw on the camel's back, that kind of thing, where it was almost there anyways, you know. But anything that is down the arm, numb, tingling, weakness, that kind of stuff, don't, don't try to put a lacrosse ball on your back and rub on a wall. Get to a doctor. Get some imaging done um, because odds are it's something that can be addressed pretty easily if looked at quickly. Um, that's my advice. I'm a huge fan of working with doctors. I, we offer PT for 30 days direct access without a referral, but I'm never at all opposed to people going to see a doctor first if it makes sense for them. You know, some docs in the area, you can text them or FaceTime them and get a response pretty quickly. Uh, you know, some folks take some months to get in. I get that, you know, get an expert looking at you. And odds are if the PT is trained correctly, they can rule out serious things that need 
you know, immediate imaging or treatment. But yeah, my advice is, is anything that is other than what maybe just kind of be like you rub on it, you feel it and you move a certain way, it feels better. Anything beyond that, it probably needs some more investigation. That sounds like a legal answer, right? It's like, don't put yourself in a position where you're saying just fix it, you know, with PT, but it's the right answer though. You know, it's, it's sure. pretty accurate. That's what I've seen to be true over my years of doing PT. So that's the best answer I've got for you there. That's great. That's great advice. Well, thank you, Grayson, for joining me today and talking about some tips on alleviating all this extra stress and tension that we're finding. Um, and for everybody watching, you can find out more about Grayson at armorphysicaltherapy.com. Everybody join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.